Welcome to Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Ed Piscor. I'm Jim Rugg. And I'm Tom Scholey. And Halloween is upon us, so we got to do at least a little bit of Halloween-type stuff. Why not take a look at the Bernie Wrightson Artifact Edition, a uh, big sample of his uh, works from DC Comics, uh, scanned from the original artwork. But first, Jimmy, what do you have? Street Angel, Deadly Squirrel Alive, complete with a Halloween story packed in the middle of that, along with about seven other complete stories, available wherever you buy comics now, uh, bookstores, comic shops, or online. You can also join me on patreon.com slash jimrug, where you can see original art from Street Angel. You can see scripts, process, how I make uh, Street Angel, Plain Janes, Octobriana, and all the other comics that I make. You can also download out-of-print comics and zines, patreon.com slash jimrug. The thing is a big orange rotting pumpkin. So, I mean, there's there's your Halloween tie-in for the Fantastic Four. Grand design. It's the whole story of the Fantastic Four in one volume. You know, all their ups and downs uh, and, and their ignominious end. Um, and I have uh, Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics. It's the story of Jack Kirby's life from start to finish. Uh, told from his point of view, drawn in pencil, the same tool that Jack Kirby used throughout his uh, career to tell all the wonderful stories we know him for. You can also check out my Patreon. Go to patreon.com, search Tom Scholey, and my YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. Red Room Comics, murder on the dark web for fun and profit. Need we say more? The trade paperback, the anti-social network, is going to be hitting. It's going to be hitting stands uh, November 9th, 2021. If you pre-ordered this comic, uh, you should get it by uh, the holidays. Uh, get it at your local comic shop when it comes out November 9th. I implore retailers to order heavy because Amazon bought half our print run, man. Uh, so uh, if you can't find it in your comic shop, if you didn't order early from Fantagraphics, go to Amazon, scoop it up there, collects the four issues of the Antisocial Network, and uh, dozens of extra pages and lots of extra artwork is included. We're going to do a big video uh, for this when it gets closer to the time and if you want to keep up with uh, Red Room Continuing the comics uh, with trigger warning, which is going to be the next season of issues and serializing that on patreon uh, Through books get you the archive there. These links are in my link tree in the description below this video Fellas when I think of American comic book horror Bernie Wrightson is probably at the top of that list man uh, alongside some of the greats of uh, EC comics he brings some of that EC sort of energy and is considered to be one of the great ink slingers of, uh, of the big two, which works well when it comes to horror and lighting. And through the embarrassment of riches of IDW's Artist Edition program, got a, over 100 pages worth of his artwork to look at within these covers. So thankful to find this thing. Uh, I've been looking for this, like, you snooze, you lose when it comes to the artist editions. Mm -hmm. And this came out probably maybe at a time when I was still, like, pinching pennies, man. Uh, but I just couldn't get my hands on it at the time. Nah, sort of newish. Uh, this thing went fast. I couldn't find it on Amazon, eBay, for even a little markup. And it just so happened to be at Copacetic Comics one day, man. Uh, World's greatest comic shop. Some somebody turned it in and got like a fresh copy because there's like right here there's a little divot. And Ooh. I and I yes, and gross. I and I get it, man. If you spend 130 bucks on a book, you want it to be pristine. Well, guess what? I'll pay 80 dollars for one with a little divot in it. This is a great end pages too to show off those uh, ink chops, Ed, that you mentioned at the at the opening. 
Um, you know, we've all heard the stories about him getting these, taking his brush and, and twi twilling out the end to get that razor sharp point on a paper towel so he can make these perfectly feathered lines. Yeah, so, like uh, like two lines per. On display, very well there. Dip. Ed, you're talking about the EC vibe, and in those end papers, I see like an amalgam of all the EC artists yeah. like merged together. Yeah, you see some Jack Davis there. You clearly yeah. see some ghastly gram in these faces and some, hands. Some wood. Some wood when it comes to the, the lighting. Absolutely. And as you can see, this is an artifact edition. So there's like a sample of a bunch of stuff. Obviously, his principal work is Swamp Thing, and it focuses heavy on that. But he was very well known in those like House of Mysteries, House of Secrets type books. Does great work in, the, in those pages. Very underrated, and, those comics, when you're digging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, scoop one up, man. You're going to get a Toth story. You're going to get, like, a Alex Nino. You're going to get... Frank Thorne's in some of them. A lot of good stuff. These are these are great. You know, interesting techniques with the depth of field where he's hatching in these faraway trees. Sells you on the rain. That, like, that's, a, that's always a cool trick. This may not be his handiwork, but even the, uh, the lettering there looks like it's some kind of uh, grease pencil or some dry media yeah. to make that lettering. Using some white to, mm -hmm. to cut through some thickets right here he is an artist that i think he can't hide that there are things that he wants to draw on the page and there are things that he is not that interested in i i've always gotten that sense with his work and these would be kind of like the examples of like let me just get to my bog monster yeah. not bad though the low angle there and then the off the the weird head angle I think both of those are pretty good. And he is tilting the camera, at least. Let us know that, that we're in some creepy area. Oh, he wants this to draw This is angles, though. When I see the moss hanging down, that's, yeah. that's where I go with that. Yeah, no, he's into this. Yeah, the gnarly trees and stuff. Uh, super, super big time. This is that uh, Dorn style that, that we were talking about a couple of episodes ago. That kind of, uh, it's not a hatching, but it's some sort of texture. Yeah, it shows you on the plains. Mm -hmm. It shows you on plains. Yeah, you can almost picture that rocky basement. That, that rough wall. And you just like lay this next to like a 70s DC comic, a 70s Marvel comic, and it, it just stands right out. Oh, totally. You know, look look at, at that. That's beautiful. Man, the EC stuff is such a great comparison. Like having your double lighting where that mm -hmm. light's hitting Swamp Thing's brow and then feathering out on the other direction. He really focuses on light. He tries to abide by light source. You know, a lot of these cartoons back in the day, they, they, they actually would, you know, like it, get, it gets away from us a lot of times, man. But he he's an artist and he and he's he thinks about stuff. He, he lights objects and, and studies them to try to, like, approximate the lighting and things. When he was doing Frankenstein, he he sculpted the Frankenstein head mm -hmm. and shined it with with lights. So he's thinking wow. about that kind of stuff. Wow. That's a stunning page. I, mean, I like the two-headed figure. <laughs> yeah. These Unmen guys, these are like these Ghastly Graham characters that were on mm -hmm. the cover to that first Haunt of Fear that I ever bought. Like, there were guys built out of hands and and all kinds of weird shit. You think Silvestri is looking at this whenever he did the uh, the Wolverine Crucified issue? Oh, a total. I mean, like, Wrightson was like, you know, one of the founding fathers that, like, that generation's he's, looking at. Yeah, he's everything's on here, too, from the from all the monsters to, like, your, your castle in the background. This is gothic horror, man. When, when I first learned about Wrightson, I thought he was an EC guy. You know, he just kind of, like, captures that. Check this out, man, playing around with some screens, like, mm -hmm. basically using all of your, like, remnants yeah. to some kind of effect. Yeah, because you're not 
going to get too much use out of those patterns. Right. Like, okay, I got these. What he's doing with them too, like this is that, uh, you know, vertical, horizontal, parallel lines, but he's wrote, you know, he's rotating them a little bit. It's, I thought at first it was uh, that cyclical yeah. pattern, but it's not. It's him just kind of like rotating those around for each mm -hmm. uh, strip of the ceiling. Just keeping you uneasy. And just look at this feathering, man. He's the guy who, who said that like this DC paper shit <laughs> it's garbage yeah, he's putting it to the test he would know yeah you're just being dragged into hell it's damn near uh cabinet of dr caligari with just all of these yeah it's shapes, really strong all of these angles and he's still thinking about the lighting on each of these he's one of those guys that that really sold me on the idea of like you know you see the three planes and like there's an area of white black gray mm -hmm. and we'll see a lot of examples of him playing around with that kind of stuff you know we recently had the conversation about draw something cool looking on every page and it feels like these pages are great examples of that yeah patchwork man yeah no surprise that he's going to go on to do a frankenstein book yeah absolutely or work with stephen king and there's your end page on the page rather than the blow up yeah you can see stephen king just you know eating his heart out there yeah using this hatching like going with the form mm -hmm. you know imagining you know the shape of these muscles and and conforming the the hatching to go, to go along yes. with that to really sell you on the 3d of, of these characters hands. i like not an easy thing to do and you see those knuckles wrapping around i like seeing this in its like actual size and then versus the thing because like you're so much more aware of the mark making yeah. in the large one and then in this the the illusion of, of what he's trying to present this stuff feels there. very inspiring i i can imagine a generation of guys the besets and, and, and beaches and, and guys seeing this stuff and just you know marking on their psyche cutting in with white that's white with a pen like good luck trying to find a good medium to use your uh, with a pen yeah i'll say makes for a beautiful piece and then he's using his hatch marks like in black ink up there and just creating like such such a thick atmosphere yeah more Super. of the white here to same effect have some like fog mist there around the, the base so cool so wet so is Orlando inking this? I saw his name in the credits on this issue. I think he's editor. Let's, I'm pretty sure that it's all... Okay, so he's not there in like an art capacity. No, this is, this is rights and lines for sure. Man, look at how that's constructed. Yeah, it's great, man. And it's really like, you know, he's he, he knows how to draw and not fake the perspectives and stuff. So it really feels like it's of the same piece. You know that's borrowed from uh, Dracula, that Bela Lugosi. This is fun. It's almost yeah, almost like film noir, except we're in a you know we're in like this crazy uh, medieval house or something. Ooh, I like seeing the pencils. Yeah, that's their side of the pencil blocking in yeah. big big shapes. He's the guy inking it, man. So he just needs to do some indicators for himself. And like, look at how simple that is. That's amazing. That this is such a cool contrast okay. between your fine pen lines and like those solid blacks in the foreground. Wow. And, and then just pushing it back even further. And it's like, this is like almost completely removed from just like comic books. Like this is in line with comic book aesthetic. This is like something else. Look at the beautiful lighting on her face and then his near silhouette in the foreground. That's a great panel. A lot oh. of good stuff on that page. I wonder if he posed Wheezy for her. 
this is like a lot of the detail that would is just going to get lost in the printing process. That's like true. that None might just be a solid through. black. Yeah, you wonder if he abandons that kind of detailed hatching once he sees <laughs> sees these things printed and just like, oh, give up. That's unbelievable. Just unbelievable the amount of texture that he's putting on that page. You know, and, and all kinds of texture, the wood beams, the rocks and stuff, obviously. Yeah, you see the piece of the, the shadow of the chains, you know, like you could see the Frankenstein stuff. Yeah, it's pointing yeah. the way towards his Frankenstein. Like, it's just like you got to eliminate certain things and, and then you're there. I feel like that that's an artist edition that was like being talked about for the past 10 years, man. I've had conversations about it. I, like, I'm saying that it was in the works. That's what I'm saying, too. Yeah. He could sell that that wetness it feels like a different approach every page like this this you know could almost be a different artist he has a lot of tools and he'll do it on the same page like between these two images two very different approaches that stuff where he like opens it up and it's just all hatching and, and grays it looks amazing in this original art form and like you said tom a lot of that i bet was lost in the printing this is that stuff i struggle with so much man how do you how do you draw so much grass and and bog and trees and stuff. yeah uh, mushrooms growing on the side of trees yeah that are that are well lit it's the bullshit of these artist editions like i thought you know we're gonna see all the secrets once we right yeah, stuff like crap. Yeah. it doesn't make it any easier mm -hmm. like now this, i'm no closer to doing any of this now, stuff now this is a cool thing man we got the we got the sort of pencils with the actual page so that we can see the choices that were made and yeah, how the way it's it translates. Taped up, I wonder if he's like doing like a light, like inking on a light box on a separate sheet of paper, you know, like over that. Yeah, those pages did look like two separate pieces and that's why they would have the pencils maybe now yeah. mm -hmm. to be able to show them both. There's more of these lines following your yeah. forms. Yeah, and and just like looking at it in this gray, like in this black and white, like you really, that lighting is exceptional. It makes me very sad that we've lost that kind of lighting. And he's he's kind of like, he's overdoing it. But like in horror, overdoing it is like 100% uh, you know, appropriate. Horror, comic books, superhero. Like right, yeah, you're right. you're right. Excess all of yeah, it. Yeah, excess. The excess is what I celebrate. Even the emotional expressions on everybody, you know, it's like everything's a 10. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like... Um, heading towards like Michael Golden mm -hmm. and, it, and it feels related to manga, but I feel like he's maybe arriving at some of the same conclusions, just like independently of, of manga. That's badass. Yeah. It's a, it's a really cool drawing, but it's not like the most dynamic, like mm -hmm. you could imagine how Kirby would do something like that. Mm -hmm. I like the little um, lettering flourishes, you know, the, the outline of the balloon, the outline of the caption, the lettering sound effects. Very nice. Makes for a good page. <laughs> you gotta have your. Those are so your, weird. Your ad for uh, lucky charms. Like, how does this work? How in would, terms would of you, payment? Yeah. Well, no. In terms of like, would you get a note in the script where it's like, okay, hey, we sold a third of a third, one third ad on that page? What? I think yeah. I think most of those stories just. It's not like it would be an interior. It's like they always end with the with the ad thing. So I think that was just they knew it. His people are always like stuck in a certain time period. You know, they mm -hmm. always got like old hair. Yeah, like dark shadows or like seventies. Yeah, exactly. you know? <laughs> Barnabas Colin. <laughs> Turtlenecks. Mm mm mm. You know, that's almost like the Wallywood spaceship kind of mm -hmm. uh, approach, but just a little clock shop. Talk about killing yourself on a on a swamp thing. You know, that's his baby. Six, a swamp thing. Well, that's think, his baby. Think man. about it. Like you're doing comics, you're getting paid for it. 
it's like it, it's it's all for your own purposes. Like like why not make exactly the kind of thing you want to make? Well, here's why: no royalties, and I mean like look at what he's pouring in there yeah. you know i mean you think of what's acceptable and again he's not getting rewarded for that sure but like you are though like you're getting rewarded because you made something super cool and you got better in well the process. I, like you're you're also like going to be wooed by hollywood yeah, and he turned out so, fine so like you know? yeah so like this is a portfolio piece for the next you know i don't abide by it just yeah, that, yeah that it's not like oh i got the meter running exactly. like this drawing a lot we haven't seen too much of this kind of line work you know a little bit looser <clears throat> almost looks like uh just these two pieces, I'm thinking of like Kevin O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, no. Nemesis the Warlock on. or something. Like that era. Yeah, it's almost like these like these are a portfolio. Because it's like, okay, here's me doing this technique. Here's me doing this technique. Here, you know, And th these are like iconic. Like any yeah. book about Batman or whatever, it, that image is being reprinted in it. Another one of those great lab shots. So much done in white. Not necessarily using white media but i'm just saying mm -hmm. like white lines you know like we'll see charles burns use a lot of like black background which is like white lines to sell you on what you're looking at does a good batman yeah love his batman <laughs> yeah doing the, the <laughs> so <stupid>. yeah <laughs> it's this uh kirby tribute <laughs> it's so dumb oh that's a nice treat you could see like the vigil bootleg batmans <laughs> that we have man like some inspiration right there yeah huge amount of visual inspiration i think and look at this it is kind of like you know sort of standard comics and then it becomes like a rights in in the inking it does make me wonder though like you said tom is he light boxing this like is this yeah. the equivalent of kind of a rough it's not really the pencils it's just here's yeah. my layout let me throw it on the because i mean it lines up it's, yeah. it's not yeah. different and he wants just clean pages or something yeah yeah and he's like redraw like he's doing like actual real drawing in the ink super cool we got a couple pages of that yeah I, I, I was hoping we'd we'd get maximum amount of Batman in this that <laughs> we didn't have the one like super famous shot back, like his cape uh, blowing yeah, like the, through his legs you know that's stuff. the stuff that like McFarlane was like yes man mm -hmm. you can't go back and draw like that regular cape I just love the title lettering with the hatching making it all up it's almost like it glows mm-hmm Yep. Beautiful. Feels like, uh, like you know, John Carpenter's The Thing or something, you know, like that kind of illuminated lettering. All these powerful po mm -hmm. like camera angles. Low angles. Make that monster look huge. Look at that drapery. Jesus. And there's a way to make, like, Where your hands pop in the foreground. Just, like, go all black behind it. <laughs> yeah, Gotta that. go Lovecrafty, mm -hmm. man. That bubblegum monster. And this is like a sign of things to come because he will, he will push push this kind of visual. Uh, yeah, like, like it's in that, it's in that Spider Man comic. Yeah, he's made thing. like whole, you know, images that are like that language, that visual language. It's funny. It feels like this is your special effects in Hollywood for a decade. They had mm -hmm. some method of making that type of creature. Look at how cut up all the pages are. You know, like you look at like the the borders of these things, and somebody's hacking these pages apart. You yeah. know, yeah, they would just do that at the printer, man. Somebody said that like, like this tape might not necessarily be just the artist. Like, you to make your signatures, you put it down like that, and just to get them up off the platter, just slice them. But being like one of those guys, like in the print house and you're seeing this all day you get desensitized to this that you could just hit it with a box cutter and shit 
You lost your soul, man. <laughs> I'll say. So this is like a Frazetta riff. Yeah, he was all about the uh, Fleagles, man. Like the Crankle, Al Williamson kind of backgrounds and stuff. What a cool, like the reflection in the bog. Yeah, with some bubbles. Reflection of our little alien guy up there. Got the, this like anguished look on his face. Look at all those uvulas, man. It's so disgusting. Jesus, these pages are vintage. It makes me wonder about the books that are clearly jobber-type books. And, and uh, Vince Coletta, I'm a defender of. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, he's known for putting those books together fast. If you're an editor, like, it'd be weird to be getting those kind of books and then seeing stuff like this come in yeah. at the same time. Like, mm -hmm. so hard to make sense of it. You just have to say this is accepted. It's, you can't find a, a team worth of people that do this. Like, right. you just got lucky, enjoy it while it lasts, and... Here comes the next, you know, standard average comic. Writes in, you're not going to make it in comics. You're too slow. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, this is another arcane. page. It's like that sign of uh, future Frankenstein. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a stunning page. This is always like... Doesn't look like he's wrestling with a deadline on this page. When you're, when you're learning about lighting and you're trying to figure that stuff out, it's not like smooth gradient. Like, sometimes when the light is shining, the darkest part is where the light and the fade meet, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, and then there's, like, double lighting where it's, like, kind of just reflecting off of grass a little bit, and the darkest part is not the complete under part. Right. It's sort of in the middle. Yeah, because there's, yeah. yeah, some light from the grass, like you said. This is just, I'm in love with this panel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, yeah I, 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 just, think, I think I copied that in a comic. I just know that a lot of people got this on his tattoos. <laughs> I know it. Wow. Very much Ghastly Graham Ingalls. You could see mm -hmm. Haunt of Fear covers that use this exact approach with tombstones. You ready? Let's see. Mm -hmm. I mean, none of these even look like they're dashed out that quick. It's branches. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, fucking make some branches, but they... They still look like there's so much care and things in that. How much is this original worth? Uh, it's got a, it's five figures for mm -hmm. sure, probably approaching six. I would think so. I mean, that's the iconic imagery, right? One of them. An oversized like that, phenomenal. This is interesting. He does good color work. You know, we've yeah. seen many examples. It's not always Michelle coloring his stuff, but you know, he would rock the house. Not the last of our two-page spreads. Ah, <laughs> in time for the season of the Perfect. witch. That's great. Look at the shadow and stuff. Fuck yeah. That's man. so cool. Fuck yeah. Wonder what that was for. Probably like a house of mystery or something. Yeah, I'm thinking these are like the reprints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. the uh, on the Baxter paper. Mm -hmm. You're right. That that is what it is, man. That that's how I have these comics. Me too. Yeah, me too. That's, that's, yeah, I, yeah, I have like maybe one or two of the originals, but the rest are in there. Mm -mm -mm. That's a really nice piece. Look with at all the these fine me. lines, and then your bigger coming in with your bigger marks. I feel like this is like textures that Al Williamson invented. We're talking about uh, Wrightson and and Ronin Miller's, and like I'm seeing a lot of like, you know, Ronin-y kind of. Even patching. the background stuff, like these little tiny bits oh, yeah. of rubble, they're inked in yet another way. Uh, Art Adams steals this for like smoky background texture to this day. 
I really like this effect. This is one I'm going to steal. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Wrightson. But like whenever you're having an illuminated object like that moon, there's no outline. Right. You know, your lines are just going up approximately to it. As these pages went on, you got less and less holding lines yeah. and more and more just like things made out of like shadows and texture. These ought to be out of control. Alfred Hitchcock getting attacked by zombies. <laughs> There now that's is. the iconic yeah. Louise Simonson, Louise Jones at the time posed for this one right here. I didn't know that. Yeah, man. Got all I, of the ink washes. I think, don't quote me, Kay Fabers will say something, but I think her sibling is Jeffrey Catherine Jones. She's Louise Jones. They shared the studio. I, thi I think that's the deal. Oh, I would think that would be known if that was... Uh... I think it is known. But I'm not 100 percent. I'm not a million percent confident. It makes sense that that that's reference. You know, like that you have her. somebody posing there because like the hands are so good. I don't know that you make that stuff up. The light there, mm -hmm. like it's it's very exceptional mm -hmm. stuff. And she was, uh, man, we're gonna have to get a shoot interview with her. She was the editor of Warren. Yeah. Bringing bringing all these motherfuckers in. She brought Bernie Wrightson in. You know. And again, you don't look at that and say, oh, there's you know a photo reference that like he makes it his own. It's too. totally Wrightson. Yeah. Flavor. It's gorgeous too. The lighting on the hair is just immaculate. That mm -hmm. white kind of halo around the edge. Mm -hmm. And you know those covers, they would do a little extra. So so uh, you know he's able to he's ink wash and, and they can turn that into dot. You know turn it into a photo stat, put a screen, so that you you get a, the the black dots. This is beautiful and again very iconic. And you look close and look at how like just raw that is. Yeah. It, it almost looks like he put that together pretty quick. Yeah. And then so powerful. some cool dry brush and stuff here. Getting this like organic matter is just so tough. You, like, I think it requires the brush. Mm -hmm. And I think you got to have a little chaos, you know? Mm -hmm. But he just doesn't seem like that guy to be allow himself to be very chaotic. I do love seeing the sketches. Mm -hmm. Look at how he builds that figure, dude. And what it turns into. You know, you actually hack the perspective for the, for the thing for real, and then cut in, and do and, mm -hmm. and be an artist about it. This is like one of those amazing, like uh, Frank Frazetta kind of oh, poses. Like you, you imagine like the axe or something on Conan the Destroyer. That's I think that one. that was used on one of those uh, reprints. One of the roots over. It is. It of. is the OG. So. Yeah, that's one of the old issues. Yeah, I, I have this have. issue. Yeah. yeah, me too. I guess because it's later in the run. Yeah, because yeah. its popularity was like. None. Wow. Look at this shit. How does an imagination come up with this gross shit? <laughs> what kind of diseased mind? <laughs> Look at this, man. Go ask, go ask a zoomer what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Feels vaguely Filipino. This stuff, like like Alcala inked them mm -hmm, or something. Mm -hmm. Luxuriating the, the glutes. Great bubble. How much action's going on around that bubble? Yeah, man. It's showing the translucentness. Oh yeah, it's an Erlenmeyer flask. Thank you very much. There's your fat man. Uh -huh. They like that enough to use it a couple of times. That's a good image. So nice, you got to use it twice. Those figures that are coming in on them are pretty, uh, pretty menacing. Then you start to see this stuff, and you think about like the, um, like the Kelly Jones and mm -hmm. and those guys that would uh, 
Sam Keith, who would be working yeah. on Swamp Thing. I mean, on Sandman. Yeah, and that I think that was like a Sandman. That was like that's uh, Kane or Abel. Kane or Abel, yeah. The, the one that dies Abel, all the time. Yeah. What is this like? A metal Fury man? Or five? Yeah, Maybe it's metal, metal man. man. Yeah. What's he doing slumming? <laughs> <laughs> this just looks like some fanzine type shit. It's amazing how many DC books are out there that I just never seen or heard mm -hmm. of. That's that's why they were heading for an implosion. I was gonna say equally ridiculous that Kong the Untamed is something someone you, you could nobody could top that. That's <laughs> the thing that you're releasing. Yeah. Always interesting to see the the white media like the white mm -hmm. zips and, and and how they're used. Uh, Neil Adams used to amazing effect by pushing the backgrounds back real far. It definitely stands out when you see it. There's Kane. Look at how he's building that wrist, like, so perfectly. You know, like, he, this guy knows anatomy. He knows what's underneath that skin. And is just, like, letting you know how all these things connect together. Showing off his light skills. Those cobwebs are really impressive to me. Almost nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> They're good, the, the first brothers. I feel so much out of an EC, you know, like mm -hmm. the uh, the origin of uh, yeah, yeah, Cure Creeper is yes. Enoch. Doesn't it feel like that a little bit? Well, I mean, yeah, they're definitely they definitely want that, you know, having these like horror hosts and stuff. There's your great use of spotting blacks, you know, like with all the cross hatching and stuff like that is such a flat black to, to cut in there. Yeah, and it's it's flows into here too. It's mm -hmm. not yeah. just like isolated. Now we're getting into like some of like the earliest stuff coming off of the Warren books, which mm -hmm. he really, really excelled. He did some amazing stuff in those Warren books. Well, I like, guess it, get it, your hands on uh, this this creepy collection that Dark Horse put out, man. That collects like all the stories, and you see this dude yeah. fully going for it, man. Warren really brought the best out of a lot of artists. Yeah, like they, by the way, good luck getting your hands on this one. They must have they must have paid more or something, man. Because the DC work just didn't, it just didn't have the same resonance. It is like, um, you know, what great training to come from like this pure, like black and white magazine, a little bit larger, and then bringing that into like your standard comic. And, and it just, you know, looks like a million bucks. I wonder how important competition is. You know, we always think of like EC as this collective of all yeah. these different guys that, you know, t top of their game and, and trying to outdo each other. And then you get to Warren and you have kind of a similar thing. Like there's a bunch of dudes that did maybe their A-list work mm -hmm. there. So again, competitive. And then you go to DC and it's like, get the book in on time. Yeah. <laughs> Look at this crazy stuff, man. I've never seen hole punches. And I wonder if that was at the print facility, like, you know, some pegs yeah, to put been. the art on to, to try to keep the pages straight up and down when getting printed. But, it, but if it was, then why would you need to cut the artwork to get it out of its position? I've just never seen whole punched pages before. That lighting, man. That's that lighting he's going to bring to to um, Frankenstein when the time goes. And it's just like foggy, mm -hmm. like... Yeah, like it, it takes on more of a character than just, you know, light or, or air. It, it's like, you know, pea soup. Right. And still elements of cartooniness in, it, in, in his work. You know, this is a guy who collaborated with Von Baudet on strips. Man, there's so much happening on this page. You know, like the, the, the amazing lighting on faces, 
But like this panel alone, look at all the different textures he's pulling out. Even stuff that you wouldn't have to do, like the base of that stand yeah. under the bird, all the lighting in the background. And look at the gravity of that gear, man. That's like some 1990s wrap clothes. <laughs> <laughs> look at the tears, dude. That's a lot of tears. <laughs> You know, you could, you could you could imagine Frazetta pages that have mm -hmm. this level. You know, it's Alex Raymond. This is from Plop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you saw those tears, right? That was a joke. Mm -hmm. That was just jokes. Yep, yep. Playing with the pen. We didn't really see him do that that much. Yeah, this, like, not-quite-prime-time stuff is kind of fun to look at, too. Yeah, like... It, this is the stuff that's inspirational to me because we've seen such yeah where he went stuff. Yeah. it's like just put in a couple thousand more mm -hmm. hours and really like be hard on yourself that rope ladder is another good example of the weight mm -hmm. yeah yeah you feel it man you know I, I feel like there are all these different artists that I look at for different things right composition mm -hmm. Alex Toth maybe storytelling you know Ramita Jr whoever the stuff that I like about Wrightson is this ornamental quality. Uh, and in a weird way, earlier might display more of it than mature. Like when yeah. you get to mature, you're not necessarily experimenting. You know, you've kind of figured out the methods that work. But I like all the methods in his work. Yeah. And it does showcase it well in this collection. Duotone page with organic lines instead of like the mechanical parallels. Don't see those a lot. So is this almost kind of like a precursor to Looks the like precursor it. of something? precursor thing? to the precursor. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Wow, there's like Steve Ditko in that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of Frazetta in there, too. Yeah, Steve Ditko's jealous of those hands. <laughs> yeah, he is. Doesn't that remind you so much of some of the Frazetta? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe the, the Crankle Gang. He had those those same four uh, those Frazetta paint, painting books that we have, man. <laughs> Abracadoom. More of those hole punches in the pages. Yeah. Spectre comics. I didn't even know he did Spectre. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't either. It's a good fit, you know? Yeah, absolutely. All right, here's your precursor. Is that a color guide? Was he doing, would he have been doing color guides? Looks like it might be a color guide for like a reprint of it or? Oh, maybe. Who, who knows? Remember they switched to that Baxter paper? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that's gotta be wheezy too then, man. Looks like it. It, it is funny, like, reading so many of, like, the Alan Moore Swamp things, and then um, Wrightson's Swamp thing looks almost streamlined. It does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you see, like, the uh, like the Dave Gibbons submission pages and stuff, where it's, it's like, you know, you don't see any moss or mm -hmm. anything, man. Like, give me Toddlebin and Beset any day with little mushrooms and flies and frogs yeah, like and shit leaves jumping out. resting on it. The one thing you do see, though, is this kind of line work. It's real interesting to think of Toddlebin yeah. after looking at some of... Yeah. Some of the more elaborate line work. It's true. Well, I mean, Wrightson kind of, like, with, with this, 
like he he creates an icon. Yeah, you know, this this feels like that uh, famous like uh, Jack Davis Frankenstein yeah. Warren six foot poster. It's very sinewy hands. Yeah, like I love like that my shit. grandfather's hands or something. Where the knuckles hands. are a little swollen up. Yeah. yeah. Man, you talk about Kelly Jones. Yeah, right. It's hard to imagine Kelly Jones without that image. You're right. Man. And I say that as a fan of Kelly Jones. Oh, there's that famous Batman uh, 400. I mean, it's a Superman 400 image. Looks super cool in the original. Quite a bit different here than yeah. the printed version. Like, just like look at the attention to detail, like underneath the fingernails, to to sell you on the. Just the the fat pad. When's he going Frankenstein? Like he's got to be. Uh, it's before. This is it's before this. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like seeing some of the light around those fingernails really feels, like lessons uh lessons learned. He worked on that for a long time. You know that Frankenstein thing. Is this like Batman the Cult? That's pretty cool. I I dig that as like a standalone, you know, mm -hmm. an ad. Yeah, I didn't, awesome. I didn't know he did that ad. I, I assumed I, it was just Kaluta, you know, because Kaluta did the comic. But Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this. I don't either. Yeah, I've, I've seen it in some old comics. <laughs> Give me this book, man. Swamp Thing versus the Dinosaurs. I wow. fucked with that one time. Look at that. Like, that's, that's just a study of a hand. Like, how do you translate to li that to line? You just need a bunch I guess of you lines. Do this you just need of a bunch of lines there, Ed. <laughs> oh, that's pretty. Yeah, it is. I wonder when that's done. It feels like you're, now like... you're incorporating some of the elements of the swamp thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, 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 the later stuff. Yeah, the, right. There's our guy, man. Young, handsome, strapping dude. Man, he kind of looks like his drawings a little bit. He definitely like grew into his drawing. He looks a little bit like a Frazetta drawing. Yeah, there. yeah, he, yeah. He looks yeah in his youth he looks like Frazetta, but uh, towards the end he did kind of get like the eyebrows that like yeah. his villains have. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if he was like drawing his grandfather. I have to. I yeah. have to pluck mine, man, or else my shits would grow that way. The Harvey P. Course. And we end uh, on the sh on the shadow. Wasn't that always weird that like. The shadow, like one of his things, is when he turns to the shadow, he just gets like a honker. Yeah, like, like he's Alec Baldwin, right. but when he's the shadow, he grows a honker. Yes, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that until the Alec Baldwin one. I don't know if that was like part of like the the you know radio play or whatever. Like my nose, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's the holiday season. We're in the holiday spirit for Halloween. The Bernie writes an artifact edition. What do you think, Phyllis? Yeah, I would recommend the Halloween playlist, too, for uh, people watching this who want to watch more videos that, that focus on some horror, good horror comics and horror comic artists. Check out the Halloween playlist. Super cool, man. Kayfabers, like, follow, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell. We'll notify you when new vids are available. What's out there, Jimmy? Join me on Patreon.com slash JimRug. Download out-of-print zines and mini-comics. Check out my original art, sketches, script, and process there. See how I make the comics I make, like Plain Janes, Street Angel, Octobriana, and more at Patreon.com slash JimRug. Uh, read Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, Fantastic Four Grand Design. Uh, keep your eyes out for news of my mystery project, and check out my YouTube channel, Total Recall Show. 
Red Room, the Antisocial Network trade paperback in stores November 9th. Get it at your local comic shop. Comic shops, order heavy on these on these uh, paperbacks, man, because Amazon uh, bought up most of our print run, a whole lot of it. So if you can't find the comic when it comes out, if you don't see it in the wild, if you didn't pre-order from Fantagraphics, go to Amazon, scoop it up. It'll be available that way. And I'm serializing the next round of Red Room comics uh, to begin on my Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash edpiscor. And all of those links are in my link tree in the description below this video. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kayfabe e-newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kayfabe t-shirts and merchandise at the links below this video. Given those Martian orders, Jimmy, we're going to be on our way. Make more comics.